Mad King Donald, and I don't mean angry, pissed-off Donald, I mean batshit crazy Donald, persists in his delusion that he won the election, or, alternately, that the election was somehow stolen from him. He vows not to leave the White House come Inauguration Day and schemes daily for ways to steal the election away from Biden. Trump was right when he said the election was rigged, and he would know. He rigged it. The funny part is that the Mad King, even though he tried numerous ways to rig the election in his favor, lost the election because of his own ineptitude. We'll see how this latest gambit works out for, for him. I'm Phil Hansen, and you're listening to Full Stop Hard Left Turn, a podcast that advocates for immediate radical, social, political, and economic transformations in order to save society from itself and to save our crucial planetary life support systems from human excesses. High on the agenda are a multitude of critical issues like protecting and restoring the environment, establishing global peace, ending poverty, hunger, and homelessness, expanding health care to all, increasing working-class prosperity, furthering education in unexpected directions, and maximizing human potential, and so much more. Hop aboard and strap in. Your ride begins after this brief message. Full Stop Hard Left Turn is brought to you courtesy of Anchor, the free podcast hosting platform that makes it easy for anyone to start and run a podcast. Get to anchor.fm and let the experts guide you through the startup and production processes. If you're looking for a new challenge and are ready for change, podcasting might be your next big thing. Anchor.fm If someone starts a petition to designate December 26th as a National Shits and Giggles Day, I'll sign it. Seriously, could there possibly be a better day to reflect on and pay homage to our annual celebration of mindless consumerism than the day after the big event? This annual day of observance will allow us to contemplate our reckless disregard of fiscal and environmental responsibility, the very things that give us a queasy feeling in our lower GI tract that ultimately morphs into the shits, then causes us to giggle hysterically, maniacally, and uncontrollably at the absurdity of it all. From the time humans first appeared on Earth, it took until 1804 for the human population to reach 1 billion people, some 4,000 or 6,000 or 65,000 or 1.5 million years, depending on your source and your propensity to believe religious dogma over hard science. It took only 123 years until 1927 to add the second billion, 33 years to add the third billion in 1960, the fourth billion a mere 14 years later in 1974. In 1987, 13 years on, the global population eclipsed 5 billion people, then swelled to 6 billion in 1999, just 12 years later. In late 2011, the world counted as 7th billion, 7 billionth person, again adding a billion people in a scant 12 years. 
Projections are that the global population will stabilize at 9 billion by mid-century. Considering current social, political, economic, and environmental conditions extant in the world today, total or near-total population class by 2040 seems the safer bet. Let's look at the population problem from a national perspective. The first U.S. Census, census took place in 1790, counting the young country's resident population at just over 3.9 million people spread across a national land area of slightly less than 865,000 square miles. At that time, population density amounted to 4.5 people per square mile. Ten decades later, the 1890 census counted a resident population nearing 63 million, distributed across a national land area of just under 3 million square miles, which brought population density to 21.2 people per square mile. When the 1990 census rolled around, the resident population had ballooned to about 249 million people residing on a national land area of a little over 3.5 million square miles, which raised population density to 70.3 people per square mile. 30 years later, U.S. population has soared to 331 million souls, pushing population density to 94.6 people per square mile. Although the U.S. population growth rate has slowed in recent years, it still continues to grow. Until population growth tilts negative, environmental degradation will continue and we will not get a handle on sustainability. An unsustainable population is a doomed population, as proven by numerous rat studies in which rat populations flourished and multiplied in a fixed environment until space and resources ran out, at which time rat populations collapsed 100%, 100% of the time. The outcome of overpopulation will be no different for humans. If you wrap your head around these numbers, you will understand why unregulated capitalism is destroying the world. Unregulated capitalism and extreme, extreme overpopulation are the handmaidens of global environmental destruction and global heating and the primary drivers of species extinction. Whenever a population reaches a size it demands harvests, and consumes more resources than available land and marine environments can provide on a sustained basis, a great unraveling begins. Elon Musk's desire to colonize Mars is understandable, and I wish him well in that endeavor, but he must obtain the resources needed for colonization from Mars, not plunder Earth to get them. For instance, when Musk discovers that Earth-originating plants and seeds won't grow in Martian soil because it lacks the essential microbiome, he must not be allowed to transport the entire state of Wyoming and vast tracts of land from California's Central Valley to Mars in order to grow food for the colonists and provide for their material needs. If the colonists get hungry, they can always resort to cannibalism which will prevent Mars from becoming as overpopulated as Earth is. Besides, loading and unloading living people is orders of magnitude easier than loading and unloading dirt. 
dirt from which minerals useful for construction and manufacturing can be extracted is far more easily and economically mined and transported at the local level. Thomas Malthus tried to warn us. Paul and Ann Ehrlich tried to warn us. Harry Harrison tried to warn us, but no one listened. The reality is that until we have open and honest discussions about overpopulation and the attendant issues that come with it, and deal with these in mindful, rational, and humane ways, the quality of all life on Earth will continue to erode until life ceases to exist. Okay, I'm going to slam the door on this brief episode and change gears once again to set up for the next one. You've been listening to Full Stop, Hard Left Turn. I'm Phil Hansen, urging you to be safe, be well, be informed, and to keep raising your voice until you have one. Oh, and one last thing to usher in 2021. Happy, or at least a happier, New Year to everyone. Mm-hmm.